0: This week on the show, because I, I remember the last time we actually spoke and saw each other, you were working at a restaurant in Saint Sauveur, and I was like, "Oh, you're doing photography? That's awesome!" Uh, and watching your evolution on Instagram was so fascinating. By the way, it's uh, uh, you've come so far. It's it's That's so true. so great. Appreciate that. It's humbling. It's very kind of you, Nicola Glenn.
1: I don't know, I was looking at administration. I think I was maybe also motivated a bit by money um, at that that point in my life, which means that. And insecurities also of having stability um, made me go to to administration, but it turned out I really did not enjoy that switch. Um, But obviously it made me who I am today, so I, I am thankful for the decisions I've taken in the past. Photographer. The, the most difficult thing as a photographer is obviously, especially with newer models or people with less experience, is making them comfortable in front of the camera. And I think it's it's really my job to make them comfortable and to explain to them that this is really just you and we're capturing you at this moment yeah. um, and creating a moment, creating an energy, that creating that moment through that person, the lens and myself. Entrepreneur. Uh, So it's Espos Media, Um, it's a visual content company for marketing and content creations for small and medium businesses in the Montreal area. We decided to do that, or I mostly decided with my girlfriend to start this through the the pandemic, um, Mm. through just having not much to do and saying, well, look, I'm actually sitting down right now doing absolutely nothing. And it's been a dream of mine for the past few years to actually build something bigger through the photography. So
0: yeah, does your uh, girlfriend get annoyed with you when you uh, take pictures of her? Uh, how how is it working with her?
1: Uh, she actually, uh, I think she likes it more than I do. Through becoming,
0: did you slide in her DMs?
1: Uh, she, she did. No, I think I slided in her DMs after she liked like 30 of my posts.
0: Oh, so that, that wow. was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's talk to Nicola Glenn on the very creative podcast. Nicholas Glenn, how are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. And uh, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on here today. I'm very grateful for that. It's actually yeah. my first podcast in this format. So,
0: Oh, is it? Or yeah. you did a podcast in audio format before?
1: Uh, no, I've had like recorded conversations, but not right. under this format. Yeah.
0: That's good. Well, uh, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself and tell people how do we know each other? Sure.
1: Um, so I'm Nicholas Glenn. I come from Montreal. I was actually raised in the Laurentians, which is just north of Montreal. And that's yeah. actually where we... We used to go to school together uh, in the Laurentian Academy, which was a small little school back then, but it's actually grown a bit. Has um, we it? In, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think there was like over uh thousand, two thousand students now. Wow. So, yeah.
0: I didn't know um, that at all. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no, they they changed, changed the, in, the name. Yeah, yeah too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, what do you do? Tell the people what do you do.
1: Yes, so I'm a creative, a photographer, retoucher, and now business owner in the visual world of uh, digital marketing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, it's
1: been, a, it's been a very different year, but also a very interesting and fun year.
0: Yeah. How has um, it been for you?
1: Um, at first, I think like many people, it was bit slower is taking a step back trying to understand what's going on yeah. in the world and accepting it and realizing, well, it doesn't have to be all bad. We can take that situation and try to find some positive in it, taking that time, that kind of forced break, if you yeah. will, to uh, work on ourselves. So that's kind of what I tried to do is yeah, try to yeah. see what I could do with this opportunity free time, I guess. So it's out of work for a few months.
0: Yeah. Um, you stopped uh, taking pictures.
1: Yeah. Well, at first it was, I also work uh, a contractor as a retoucher. So at first like, the studios got closed down. Right. Um, we weren't able to go do work there. So I was trying to figure out ways to work in certain studios. Then they opened up, um, like Quebec government allowed some creative work to continue on. Um, but I had to adapt the strategy a bit to be able to right. continue shooting. And at the same time, I think motivation also was kind of put to the test. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so through the summer, then I started shooting again, and now we're back in winter where I'm again, planning the next year to come. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, has it been difficult to, to shoot with mask and everything? And, uh, how, what's uh, the, the process?
1: Um, I think now I'm used to it. I think it's about just, like already photography is something that has yeah. a distance between it, you know, between the lens and the person. So like keeping those restrictions were quite easy and having a mask on, um, it's difficult. Sometimes Like Captain Sal just saying, Hey dude, do, do this face. And I'm like, Oh, well, you can't see my face. So. <laughs> um or it's like try to do this pose and then like smiling to someone and you're like oh well they don't see my smile so i have to practice smiling with the eyes and right and communicate differently and use words more than um physical actions or
0: yeah yeah how do you feel uh the people that you're uh taking pictures of feel uh what they do they tell you they do they find it different is it the same for them uh how is it um
1: I would say for the models and the the clients, um, it does feel a bit different because you do have that little moment of like, I feel like photography is the moment you create with the the other person. right? You create a connection and you actually like build something creative. It's not about just the the mood board, the concept, you actually have to go into it, have a conversation and build up to like capturing that little moment. And sometimes communicating uh, just with the words, not seeing the, the facial expressions or having that kind of um, distance to always have to, to hold. It's difficult to so like, can't necessarily go and show them the pictures right away. Um, you have to like, wait, you have to be like, hey, hold the camera or like, <laughs> your hands first. Um, so there, yeah, there's that, right. there's <laughs> that little bit that's a bit different, but I think the model stays comfortable in the most of the time since they don't have a mask on. So yeah. for them, it that side of the work is not that different, but there is some adaptations that have to be done. Uh, like at first, we, we couldn't have like a makeup artist. You couldn't have a stylist touch the right. person. Because um, they were
0: touching them. Okay, right. Yeah.
1: So it's it's it has changed. I think we, we've gotten a bit used to it and we've like seen what we're able to do with still respecting the the, the, the guidelines yeah. from the government, and it's been a, an adaptation. I think that's, that's really what it is. It's
0: right. Well, we have yeah. to
1: adapt. We, if we want everything to be like it was before. I don't think we'll necessarily get back to that. Um, Soon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if we're only trying to reproduce that. If we take the, the right actions to move on, well, then it will bring us to a, yeah. a different point.
0: Yeah. It's not a, yeah, it's a, it's a weird time. It's a, yeah, it's weird time, uh, for, for creatives. Uh, like it has been beneficial for me as a creative, uh, like it has given me more, uh, motivation and, uh, like you're always, uh, home and you can like work easily, but it's also like you don't live life anymore because it's, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's just weird so uh yeah that's it it's yeah, it's, almost, uh, it's, a, it's a weird time
1: it's a blend of uh, working from home you have it's difficult to differentiate the time you're at home for yourself yeah. and the time you're putting in the work and yeah. having those those boundaries set on our, ourselves is it's difficult as humans it's not something we're used to so
0: do you find yourself uh sitting at the computer for for long hours retouching and more than you used to mm. Longer,
1: not necessarily longer, but I feel sometimes, yeah, I get drawn into it and like it. It mixes with my my personal work, so right before I was able to really like categorize Separate, it and yeah. like go to a cafe maybe and say, okay, I'm gonna go a few hours there, go work. Now I'm like, oh, I'm at home working a few hours doing something else. i back to work, catching myself working at eleven at <laughs> night, doing some more editing. I'm like, yeah, maybe I was doing that much before editing at those hours but at the same time right i i know how i I function so i know my my peak hours of productivity and I, i still try to use those hours to be productive yeah and at first it was it was very difficult to like separate the time of what being almost 24 7 at home of like what's work and what's not work without having specific work put like Related thing. Yeah. Yeah. Specific work uh, sent out to me to be done by like certain times. I had to really be my own boss in that, that sense of planning out my time.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, So let's, uh, I I like on this podcast to uh, explore how you became that, uh, how we became a photographer. It's uh, like how we became like uh, for me, an actor, I I became a a writer and everything. Uh, So, uh i know a little bit about how you grew up uh but not that much uh Mm -hmm. uh tell me about that and when did you decide to just take your first picture and what was that moment like oh i I can be a photographer Mm -hmm. nothing stays buried forever especially not the past
2: yesterday is not yet gone a mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the Very Creative Podcast. Available now, paperback and digital. GabrielVega.com. Buy it now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting. I go back to like the beginning, what really gave me the sense of creating content. I've always been somebody that's been very interested in technology and right. how it interacts with our own lives. Um, and I always found that capturing images was a way to like immortalize those moments and actually tell a story different from what is happening or actually just reproducing and showing that for kind of nostalgic yeah. um, moments. So if we go back to like when we were at a school together, I remember you were already yeah. doing some filmmaking or we doing some very amateur stuff, but it was, it was fun. It was completely yeah. degenerate. We were <laughs> kind of degenerates doing it, but uh yeah. It was a nice experience and it, it yeah, That's
2: to start have, that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it may have influenced a bit uh my path in what I was interested in. Oh, really? In, um that's interesting. In the the years after that? Yeah. Uh with that, I think my my grandmother influenced me a lot. She uh's been a part-time photographer for many years now. So she always had like the newest cameras, the newest little things and she kind of handed those down to me over time yeah. um to always play with them and having that positive reinforcement of like oh wow you, you're taking pictures you know you almost have like a, a knack for it and obviously never took it really seriously at that time i was still young and discovering myself right but as I, I grew i went to to cgf i started studying cinema um in right. arts and at that time I, I was interested in it but i wasn't I didn't have necessarily the passion for it. Um, so I took a step back. I changed my studies and I went into more administrations. And okay. going back into that, I, it's where I really felt the, the emptiness of what I was studying at the moment with my, my creative mind. I, I didn't find it to be yeah. well fulfilled. So I, I picked up my my old camera and I was like, okay, hey, I I could actually just start shooting. And every day I would go out try to grab it few pictures and through um, through time I developed working with actually people at first it wasn't people oh, I was like when just capture like nice things I would see
2: yeah.
1: um so yeah at, at first it was more the discovery phase of actually just grabbing pictures of random things right but after that I had I kind of put meaning into it and wanted to capture something deeper more of a, an emotion to my time images and, ages and create something that that had a message through it. Um, and through that, I also discovered Instagram Yeah, (laughs) back then was still a That's how it started, right? (laughs) Yeah. It was this app that people would post pictures and I I didn't really take it seriously at first. I was like, nah, is this gonna gonna work out? How can I share my work on this? But it actually turned out to be the the ideal tool for a photographer to share work, build a community to meet new photographers. Um, And through that, that's really also what motivated me to continue. Um, in that time, I also moved to Montreal. I continued my studies in, uh, business administration and marketing. So I always had this cap of like something that's, um, I would say like my right, right, right brain side, which is more the logical and like administration having that safety and something that's left brain, really just the creative end of me and trying to explore and trying to maximize those moments and go wild and free and that arc.
0: yeah yeah uh I, it, yeah it was really interesting to uh because i i remember the last time we actually spoke and saw each other you were working in a restaurant in saint sovar and uh, i was like oh you you were already doing photography at that point and i was like oh you're doing photography that's awesome uh, and like it's my point is uh i was watching your your evolution watching your evolution on Instagram was so fascinating by the way it's uh uh you've come so far and even your 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 first pictures were awesome like it, it, but now it's like it's it's so so great and uh it was just it's just been awesome watching you yeah I appreciate that it's
1: humbling it's very kind of you it's it's been an experience and it's been challenging also to know like what to share is it good enough like that, that yeah. whole thing of like when you create content you want it to be like to a certain level of what we, we imagine it to be and sometimes when it comes out it's not necessarily that but um, through consistent work and always mm. trying to improve what I've done in the past I've been able to adapt my style and develop it um, throughout the years but it, it's funny that you remember that back then in Saint sovar is really that was like beginning 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 oh really like, uh, yeah.
0: Like, yeah
1: i had like one or two contracts back then On the, the restaurant i was working at actually like yeah. one of the first people that gave me like the opportunity to show my work and to actually trust me I was like yeah wow. you want to shoot our cocktails for our, our new menu i was like oh my god
0: your restaurant let you do that yeah. that's awesome oh so
1: they're actually that was like one of my first um paid contracts was back then in St. Wow. and I was like, Oh, I can actually do something I enjoy and make a certain amount of money doing it. Right. Um, and through that, I was like, well, okay, I should actually pursue this in a more of a business sense um, while also maintaining the creative yeah. side. And it's been, it's been that, that since I guess four or five years now of like, having the the business of photography but also keeping the the creative side and developing that um more on my my personal end and now mm-hmm. 2020 2021 is bringing that really together to create something
0: yeah so uh, in Cjep, uh, what was the let's like explore that a bit. Were you already creative at that point? Were you exploring photography, or because you you said you were studying something completely different, uh, administration, yeah. right? So, uh, what was that like?
1: So actually, the, the funny thing is that yeah, I started in cinema, in yeah. arts, uh, yeah, creative arts, and I was right. actually enjoyed it uh, quite a lot, but. I had this pressure from, I guess, family and friends are like, oh, you want to go in cinema? It's a it's tough,
2: yeah, that, tough thing that to kind go of into. Okay, yeah. And
1: I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I was looking at administration. I, I think I was maybe also motivated a bit by money right. um, at that that point in my life, which yeah. I think we, we are motivated by. <laughs> we are all, by, all are
0: at some point. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's motivated by by growth and money is a way to, to grow. So I think it's... Yeah. Into that and insecurities also of having stability um, made me go to, to administration, but I, it turned out I really did not enjoy that yeah. switch. Um, but obviously, it made me who I am today. So I am thankful for the decisions I've taken in the past. Yeah, and um, through that, like when I went into administration, I actually bought new equipment for photography. So I was like, it kind right. of like forced me to continue in, in a way. Yeah. I told myself, look, you can go into administration, you maybe won't enjoy it as much as when you were in cinema, but nothing is stopping you from continuing to do what you enjoy in your free time. So in those hours where you're not in school, um, to actually go out and speak with people go and uh, create and just make, yeah. make that art, that is what kept me going.
0: Right you couldn't stop yourself yeah you were like uh yeah Yeah, even uh, though the you had pressures and everything uh what i'm hearing is uh you still couldn't stop yourself from from and you took advantage of even though you were studying something else uh you you were just like oh i'm i'm still going to take pictures and i'm still going to buy equipment right
1: and it just got even bigger when i yeah moved to montreal where there was actually this community of people that did what I loved, which was taking pictures. Yeah, we we actually
0: That's started a big thing finding a community. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it is definitely I think mean, probably one of the most important factors of what made me continue and believe in what I was doing was actually yeah. something that that could be important and that could have value in the future. So,
0: yeah. Did you have people in your life at that point that were looking at your pictures and they were like, Oh, you you who were your your key people that were like giving you positive feedback and gave you a boost if you had any?
1: At that point, I, I think it was really just the the internet itself.
0: Right. Um oh, interesting. being
1: on, on YouTube, being on um Instagram, yeah. Instagram or not even Instagram back then. It was just really right. looking at what other people were creating and yeah. it kind of motivated me at first. I, I think I wanted to go into filmmaking and I maybe kind of still do, but I pulled myself back and I'm like, well, maybe you should start one frame at a time. And eventually maybe I would move on to that 24 to 30 frames a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for, for now we're, it's still, doing, it's we're really still doing <laughs> one frame at a time. So, yeah, uh, I'm working on that and I, I find it exciting in that sense.
0: Yeah. Um, do you see, still see yourself going into film?
1: Um, we we are transitioning. Like in the projects I'm doing, I'm offering right now mostly photography content. Yeah, but we're starting to do like short animations. So like,
0: is gifts. that your company that you started? Yeah. Okay. Talk a bit so the, about that. What is
1: yeah. it? Uh so it's Espace Media uh, or Espace Media in English. Um, it's right. so a visual content company for marketing and content creations for small and medium businesses in the Montreal area. Right. And we are expanding, we're open to other places, obviously. But that's yeah. where we're, we're focusing our strength. And we decided to do that where I mostly decided with my girlfriend to start this through the the pandemic, um mm. through just having not much to do and saying, well look, I'm actually sitting down right now, doing absolutely nothing. And it's been a dream of mine for the past few years to actually build something bigger through the photography. So, um, putting it, um, la, la maître sur pied, sorry, it's spoken French, but like bringing yeah, the put, company up was, yeah, uh, yeah. was a very nice learning experience. Um, and also challenging at times to see like that actually creating a business takes a lot of time, a lot of, right. uh, resources. But it's also it a does, very, yeah. very fun process.
0: Yeah. Uh, so or, 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 or did it come out of nowhere or did, did you just, uh, were you uh, looking to do that for quite some time before you decided to do that?
1: Yeah. So I think it's, it's been something that's in me, is like that going like one step further and including more people in a project right. and having not just the, the photographer, but having the photography be like a tool in the bag I guess mixed with the, the studies of commerce, it kind of played into my
0: interesting decision yeah. i
1: had trust of I could do that. I was like oh it's actually it's it's doable right it takes a lot of work. I was maybe so, at sometimes a bit um blind to the amount of work that needed to be done, but I, with time, I've not realized that work that needs to be done has to be done in its own time, and if it goes slower, it's because I'm investing less time, and if it goes faster well we're investing at 100 percent into it or 110 percent and it develops that way so it's been right. a different time especially it's not the easiest thing to start a company through a pandemic but it does give me the the light lightweight of not having like a studio a signed studio where we have right. um a bunch of equipment there we're very small right now where we have our, our kind of home-built studio and uh, Working out of here for now. So it's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. Has it been, uh, uh has it been, uh, the word that comes into my mind, but uh, is fulfilling, but uh, has it been a different kind of experience through, uh, uh, like, uh, looking at what you were doing before and what you're doing now? What has it been for you creatively?
1: Yeah. I I've definitely been learning a lot. Um, I am motivated by learning. I do believe that learning for me is yeah. what motivates me to continue and what actually you said the word fulfilling. So I like that a lot. I think <laughs> it gives me value of what I'm doing. And it, seeing the right. progress from where I was a year ago to two years ago and where I see myself in one year, two years, even 10 or 15 years helps motivate me to, to go forward in this project. Right. Um, and also, well, depending on what what the future reserves for us, depending on our our world situation in one year, um, I had like a a vision before twenty twenty, like twenty twenty vision. It's corny a bit, but uh, it, what's so your it, vision? It, it was well, it was wrong. It was just wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I looked at my crystal ball, and it was What not was it? What, what was it? What was your crystal ball i had a vision of a lot of travel a lot of mm. uh going to explore new continents with different ideas for contracts i wanted to do like a yeah. internship uh, maybe in london or something like that but then that just did not <laughs> pan out i thought it would so it was kind of a yeah. reality check of okay i actually have to seriously look at what we're going to do and come back to to the bases. yeah so i, I did some, a lot of intro traveling
0: does a, a, something else for photography <laughs> yeah oh boy it's, it's yeah, something I missed too um, yeah uh, well we'll see the crystal ball I don't have a crystal ball with me right now but uh, uh, we'll see what uh, it says for the future what do you consider a good picture for you what do you think a good picture is nothing stays buried forever especially not the past.
2: Yesterday is not yet gone. A mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the very creative podcast available now paperback and digital Gabrielvega.com. buy it now.
0: Uh, what do you consider a good picture for you? What do you think a good picture is? It's an
1: interesting question. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to go in like the technical side of because of I I know better that photography is more than just the technical side.
2: Yeah, I creatively. Feel it, yeah. yeah,
1: so creatively, for me, a good image is one that can translate emotion without having any words to it. Yeah. So how an image, when you look at it, you actually close your eyes and feel something that comes out from it. And that actually tells a longer story so you could kind of feel what happened before the picture and maybe what happens after yeah so um that's what i like a lot i like doing a lot of candid photography like kind of catching someone in between two frames right catching that moment of someone like almost moving and that raw emotion that's actually the real person and not just a pose yeah um, those images are, are what speak the most to me
0: yeah. um and you also, find that those pictures get on your instagram uh, uh the most or uh
1: um i'd say although well, it's also depend it depends on who i'm following and what i'm looking yeah. at the most but i feel yeah that's probably the what i gravitate the most towards so right. the, the algorithm probably noticed that and <laughs> shoots out those pictures to me more often right um but I also have a lot of different commercial work that's been shown to me and that I guess influences my work right um I find it inspiring that the mix of commercial work and advertising mixed with the editorial and more artistic side when those are done elegantly together I think it really brings something that's beautiful to life
0: right and you said in your the the text you sent me, you said that uh, that you were you're really passionate about uh, storytelling in your pictures. And now that you've mentioned that you're you're into film and uh, looking at cinema, like it makes sense. It makes sense that you would go that way in photography. So talk a bit about how do you tell a story and what, how like your liking of doing that uh, mm-hmm. through your pictures.
1: So the the pictures, they come up in many different ways, but often the the story uh, starts with a a place. Right. So it could be outside. I'm walking or exploring on Pinterest or even on Google Maps, just looking through the streets and swiping, looking for for places that inspire me. And from there, I'll I'll build a story out, build the emotions I want to feel, find a, a model, Matches those emotions, maybe a duo or something that brings wow. in yeah. those things together, and through that, then have a a styling a stylist that would complements that place. So I think it's yeah, the, the location yeah. for me it becomes important. Right. Um, and often it's not like the whole location. It's sometimes like a tiny little square. Um, as you, well, you obviously I guess since you do filmmaking. Understand the what's in the frame is what counts, and outside yeah. the, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and it's it's interesting what you can create with just tiny little spots of light.
0: That's so interesting that you mentioned that uh, you. I, I I didn't realize that that uh, you you pick a model for for that. Uh, you said location or that vision, uh, both. Lo-
1: locate, yeah, almost lo- location Most of the time, I I know a lot of people usually. Go the reverse route of like finding a person. I'm inspired by them. I have this thing with architecture. So
0: you do the opposite. Okay. Yeah,
1: I look at architecture, and then I'm like, mm, that could work well for a person. And I could draw this emotion, could make me feel this way, and yeah, right. I try to elicit feelings through through images and through the future. I guess many images that tie in together and create a
0: yeah.
1: a, a mood. All
0: so going off that question that last question do you want to look at uh, the some of the pictures you sent me and uh just describe uh, like a, just sure. put it in context for people sure
1: so it's a lady model with a hat and a blazer um with a kind of metal rod background in a staircase well um nice. yeah. So so this place I walked past it one night after work and it's like okay this this place looks like nothing else in Montreal but at the same time has this kind of recognizable feel of old metal buildings and it was this is an old port of Montreal right so um I I felt something when I walked there and I had to do kind of this whole shoot of finding someone um that would be kind of the the antithesis of this place. So somebody that that looks very beautiful, that has this presence and that takes away from this place. So it creates a contrast of kind of, uh, older to newer, um, almost like this LA noir vibe mystique. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's like a film noir. Yeah. A little bit.
1: So it, for me, the the feeling through this image kind of illustrates the the um sort of the mystery so you kind of don't know where the person's looking at to out to and kind of looking from underneath.
2: And yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you you found the location and then you you were like, Oh, let's find the perfect model. And yeah. How did you find her?
1: Uh, usually I go through the, the agency, so I go on right. the agency profile and I go down and write to the agency.
2: So yeah.
0: The
1: model is available for the, the dates. And yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, do you want to look uh, at another picture? Sure. Um, your girlfriend.
1: Yes. Oh, Beautiful. Yeah. Lori. <laughs> um, so this... Uh, I think... One of my, my favorite images just because I, I like triangles and lines so much. Yeah. So it's uh, a model standing against a white um. How do you say it?
0: Column. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a white column. Yeah. yeah. With a triangle of light shining on her face and appearing behind her through the the shadows created by the the other columns. Yeah. So. And what I like a lot is also how the the white, the, the lighter part finishes on the light of her shirt and the darker part is where her jeans start. So this was done kind of intentional, but through taking um, 30 images, actually lined it up perfectly well. So at one point, like the the model pose was not really thought out, but having the light align in a certain way it was envisioned right. at that moment. This was not a planned shoot, just we're out and we decided, Hey, I like this place. Let's try to take a picture here. Yeah. And that's often how I I work for creative shoots. Um, obviously editorial or brand shoots are more planned out, but this more my creative portfolio, I sent you. And this is where I I feel the most comfortable is doing creative photography. And that's, that's the one I, the creative right. photography is what I, I want to continue and maintain uh, even through these different times.
0: Right. Does your uh, girlfriend get annoyed with you when you uh, take pictures of her? Uh, how, how is it working with her?
1: Uh, she actually, uh, I think she likes it more than I do. Um, oh, really? <laughs> she, well, she is a part-time model and stylist. Yeah. Did I you meet her me. that way? Uh, we actually, yes, we, we did meet on a photo shoot. a few years ago so now it's almost been three years um and at first it was kind of this shoot um and nothing came of it but through through time we developed conversations and became friends and
0: through becoming did you slide in her dms (laughs)
1: uh she she actually i think
0: i think she did
1: (laughs) no i think i slided it in her dms after she liked 30 of my posts.
0: Oh, so that, that wow. was
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, something's up at that time. I was looking for different models for creative ideas and shoots. Yeah. So it worked out well. I was like, Hey, do you, do you want to shoot? And it was, it was really not for like anything else than shooting.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, it was before you met. Huh.
1: Yeah. So that, that was like, right. like our first time meeting. We, we met on a shoot and then our shoot went well. It was nice. um, she, she left. And a few weeks later we spoke again, I sent her back pictures and and she was always sending me more texts and more texts. And at that point I was like, not comfortable. I really did not want to mix like
0: photography
1: and creativity and relationships. Um, so I was like, not comfortable. I think she had a boyfriend even at that time. So it's like,
0: oh, Oh, wow. Okay.
1: (laughs) I wasn't like pushing or anything. But uh, at one point, I think we ended up seeing each other again yeah. and uh, really right. started developing a, a deep friendship um, for communications. And we felt uh, after that, a relationship that's been going on now for two years and three. Wow. Was, uh, yeah. Congratulations. Strong. So that's and awesome. I think that the pandemic just made us also stronger. So that, that's a
0: thing. Yeah. You started the business together. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's really been a wonderful wonderful relationship and through that's yeah. it been motivating. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh so talk well, uh talk a little bit about uh um the models that you work with. Uh how do you make uh, how was it the first time uh like cuz I I I know um like the, the first few pictures I saw of you on Instagram were people I knew, uh, people that were, that are your friends. Um, mm-hmm. But what was it like uh, taking pictures of some stranger? Like, uh, because that's what they were. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what, how did that feel? And uh, did you have, a, <laughs> were you nervous the first few times?
1: Yeah, I, I think the, the most difficult thing as a photographer is obviously, especially with newer models for people with less experience is making them comfortable in front of the camera um, uh, rather than when you're just having a conversation with someone you're actually having that, that lens and they're trying to force a, a pose or force it um themselves to look, to look nice or to smile and i think it's it's really my job to make them comfortable and to explain to them that this is really just you and we're capturing you at this moment um and creating a moment creating an energy that actually makes the person flow and makes makes in that moment together that we're creating that moment through that person the lens and myself um to capture something that that's unique and that they they like Like they they like seeing them themselves through that that moment yeah um so i I think it's very important to, to create a moment where the person feels comfortable they feel alive they feel like they can be themselves and yeah. also be themselves but more beautiful like nah. yeah they're show, shown in their the best the best sense
2: yeah
0: because i had a model on this podcast that was gonna air in a couple of weeks uh and she was telling me she <laughs> i asked her how do you feel about photographers sometimes or because some like some are creepy and so, yes uh, it's some, and, some yeah. don't
1: do photographies for the right reasons so
0: yeah, so it, it, how do you reassure them that you're not that, that guy that uh, they've heard? Because there's a lot of stories of that. Mm-hmm. Just a lot.
1: Um, I think it's import, important to to make the, the model feel comfortable or any yeah. person for that matter. Um, obviously, I, I like to tell them they can come with someone, they can feel comfortable bringing a friend or bringing their parent or their boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, And also, often we, we do have stylist makeup artists on set with us.
0: Yeah. So you're not alone the, with the model. Yeah.
1: yeah. So <laughs> like in the beginning, like sometimes we were outside and it was more like not organized at all. So it's just like, Hey, come shoot. And right. obviously the person had to like, say, oh, is this person creepy. I don't know. And then they come out and we do the shoot and say, like, Oh, it goes, went really well, And like can I post pictures? And yeah, so it's yeah. also creating a, a reputation. I think a reputation can be destroyed very fast. Especially in Montreal, where the community is quite small, so you do have a reputation right. of not being um, decent with the, the people you work with. They can really ruin your
2: yeah. And name it's also and the whole I th- industry.
1: Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I, I think it's also uh, easy if you're you're starting to have a reputation and you you have all these uh, awesome models that have been on your your photos on Instagram or whatever, and then it's easier to like some people get carried away with that it's just a, a it's a it's a power play it's just uh the the i don't know it's a, it boosts their ego and the, uh yeah it just uh but you didn't feel that for you
1: uh, really i try to to be careful as i said before yeah. i really don't want to mess around with yeah <laughs> thing relationships and work uh for me that drawing that line was yeah. very important even though now i'm with the model I'm trying to make it clear that
0: in your are happy it developed
1: so. it, yeah it developed in a way that that's nurturing and natural and actual like relationships at work do happen so i think that's when you're at work people do develop relationships it's not something that's unheard of either
0: yeah so but i think it's good to 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 uh have that uh that line uh and just uh, if it happens it happens but uh you shouldn't shouldn't do yeah, photography exactly. for that <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's really having that that moment of introspection of why am i doing this? Why what is my end goal? What is the yeah, the plan and for me example to, to tell stories, to share emotions and to make people feel um like they could show themselves in their best sense and not just have those pictures that are Taking off a phone sometimes they can be very nice i don't have anything against phone i mm-hmm. think the phones are a great tool for photography but right working with someone it's creating a moment that's a bit more um intimate but in a in a sense of creativity like
0: yeah that's interesting yeah so you talking about creativity um you sent me uh something that you said uh being creative is a necessary skill for life. Why do you think is that?
1: Um. Yes. So creativity, in its rawest sense, is being able to have ideas and execute them. Um, I believe right. as humans. Yeah. We we do need to to be alive, is to have ideas and to continue. I think that if we're not being creative. We're locking ourselves out of mm. some joy. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean like I didn't want it to sound like you absolutely have to be creative to be, to live. But through yeah. every because a lot of
0: people would argue that they're not creative, and mm-hmm. but they can't uh, be. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I would I would argue to those people that they look at what they do they actually are creative right um especially and just by if you're cooking at home you can be creative in the way you cook you decide the ingredients you want to put in your meal you don't necessarily always follow a recipe go a bit off the line then you're you are being creative in those moments um when you're reading you're creative in your mind you're making out scenes Mm -hmm. when you're at work and you have to type out something well then you Put in your own personality in it and that becomes you being creative yeah. um yeah so it, it translates more into like doesn't necessarily mean you're an artist and you're making writing or drawing or painting or doing a specific yeah. art it just translated into your activities of how you do them and how we we adapt to our, our environment is what makes us creative
2: yeah do you
0: uh uh i completely agree with that but do you think uh uh that's your because you're creative and you know what it's like uh do you think that influences your perspective on that or because you you're not the 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 surgeon or the the other kind of yeah
1: i don't. I, i the surgeon can't like start cutting him however he wants, but decide to work at home and have something be different than what other surgeons are doing. Yeah. Right. Um, but yes, I I do think because I I studied in this field and do this photography, um, we do, we do create stuff. We do have an output of content Mm. or an output of stuff that we make. Yeah as humans, like if obviously I think it's, it's dangerous. If all we do is consume without having anything go out, it does tend to be a, a trap. Yeah, like this, this being confined like this makes it harder to have an output of creativity, but yeah. it doesn't need to be big things. It can be very small things. Like I said, just when you cook, you can be creative when you
0: know, yeah. I would love to talk about, like, uh, to talk to uh, a brain expert about this, or someone ex- like with the expert of in creativity who studied it, because that's so fascinating. Are only the the people that are creative think that everyone can be creative? Like, it's it's really interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an interesting topic. I, I want to know. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, and I, I think it's obviously something that can be developed. Like,
0: it- yeah, yeah.
1: We're, we're not locked into a, a way we are like if we want to start painting even if the painting sucks you yeah you're being creative you're pushing your mind yeah. to do something
0: yeah because yeah. Like, we've all like studied art at school uh like uh in high school or elementary school we We've all done it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, we like what you say is kind of right because we've all experienced creativity in some way or the other. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, no, it's interesting. I'll I'll look into that. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, like the act of of being creative is maybe a bit um, like. We, we we give too much importance to the act of being creative when we could be creative and do things and by doing them yeah. many times it'll develop into something and we could be surprised to what it develops into like yeah uh, a lot of people around me say well do photography I, I could never do that I'm like well pick up the camera and try it. It. like they say I don't have the equipment but well, phone is probably yeah. the best camera we have on our yeah. on us all the time like
0: it's yeah, um, I, 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 it's the same for for writing for me. Like, oh, I can write. People telling me tell me that all the time. I, I don't have the imagination. Well, all those things can be developed if you're putting the time and effort into it. If you're just yeah. like sitting in the computer one afternoon and try to write and then give up, well, I I don't know what to tell you because. Uh, it's thousands and thousands of hours and you just have to do it. And it's going to suck. I- I'm sure like uh, the, the yeah. first few uh, pictures, you-, you were not happy with yourself and you, you didn't like, you didn't think you were good and that's yeah. okay because that's part of the process. and mm-hmm. It's okay. Right. If you, you're not uh, like a uh, uh, Da Vinci when you're doing in the art or whatever, you know, uh, it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, the,
0: you can that become is, that, though, <laughs> if you work exactly. hard. It's envisioning yeah.
1: <laughs> that, and it's understanding that, for example, I'm here, and I see myself here. Yeah. And there's this whole space in between that needs to be traveled before you, you get there, and it's not going to be a straight line. It's going to be this
2: yeah.
1: process of yeah. developing the the art, developing our, our work, developing our, yeah. our minds. It's something we do throughout a a lifetime
0: it's frustrating at times but it's also the most fulfilling though because when once you get to a point uh where you start to have success and i don't mean money i mean success in uh the way your art is becoming like appreciated by people and uh by you because you're you know that's the the best work you've done yet um it's so fulfilling it's uh it's just the best feeling in the world and yeah frustrating but uh you you got there and you put the effort in and uh, yeah yeah
1: and it's continuing to put the effort in yeah it's important it's being consistent not yeah. sitting down saying okay i did enough uh, one, exactly. one day and maybe i will but for now i'm not at that point and i yeah i do see a lot of failures in my future to yeah. be to become a lot of wins it's Part of the process of growing is actually yeah. doing it wrong first, and then learning from that experience and becoming better.
0: You're always learning. You're always. Uh, you'll never be the the best you you can be. You'll never like it's. Uh, and that's that's the that should be your objective. That should be also what drives you uh, mm-hmm. about it. One of your drive. But you sh- like I always say on this podcast. You should be happy too with yourself because that's that's the most important thing uh, with all that. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Being being happy of ourselves and happy of the progress we've done through looking at our past experience, like looking at what mm. we, how far we've come over one year. See so if we're, we're younger, we those laps are longer. Right. The progress we do in a year when we get older, I believe, will be smaller. But we're right. Still, it's ex- making a lot of changes throughout that time, and we can surprise ourselves in how much progress we're doing when we actually put in the work every day, a bit by bit. It yeah. uh capillary compounds to something that comes bigger than what we could have envisioned before. So,
0: yeah,
2: it's important to yeah
1: keep on grinding in that creative sense. But
0: so is there? Maybe, s- yeah, Go.
1: Yeah, right. it d- it doesn't need to be that big wild Da Vinci thing every day like it, it's yeah. normal that we're going to have days where right. pictures I take are going to suck and I'm not going to be happy with them but it, it's fine because I, I go out the next day and I look at those pictures and then the next day I take better pictures and I say oh look, mm. there's there's this tiny incremental improvement but it through that it's able to compound through um, yeah. the experience I take every year so
0: yeah, um, you seem also to have like put a lot of work into your style uh like you were describing before like picking a location and sometimes it's more freelance but picking a location and then looking for the model and is that what you would consider your your style to be how would you like describe it Mm.
1: it's an interesting question um or is it
0: always evolving
1: (laughs) yeah i think it is definitely still evolving so i can't put my my finger down exactly on what my style is i yeah try to not label my my style too much
0: no that's fine um, yeah but, but if you to, can describe at the moment what it what does it look like
1: mm-hmm. um i would say that the nearest thing i could describe it to is high fashion editorial right. images um, so mixing in the the human side so having something that human that's beautiful with something behind it that also tells a story and having those two integrate together through uh contrast or through co- being complementary to each other mm. and telling that story to the world so having a message that can be translated and sometimes there, there is no message it's just you're going to see it and you're going to feel something and that that's what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be this big, wonderful thing all the time. Like, it's it's nice also to just have some little moments of just catching moment, uh, catching creativity in its raw form without having it be too much edited. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's good. That's cool. Uh, I I I look forward to seeing how you because you it was I I said it before, but it was fascinating. Uh, following your journey uh, on Instagram and just seeing how that evolved, and then you working with all of those models, and I saw some actresses in there too that I know. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's great to see you uh, do that, all that. And uh, so, what, where do you see yourself going in the near future uh, uh, post this pandemic in terms of your photography? What would you like to do?
1: um well first of all thank you for that i appreciate yeah. you following my my journey and i have yeah. been as well i saw you released a book
0: yeah
2: which, thank um, you
1: um i do want to try to get my hands on at one point yeah
0: i'll send it to um, you <laughs> yeah
1: very kind yeah. um and also you're acting in this podcast obviously it's something that's quite great to do i yeah. think it's a yeah. great way to share and to communicate especially in this yeah. these times or this time person <laughs> yeah um Yes, so to go back to, to your question, uh, in the future, I do uh, envision a studio. So right now, we're, mm. we're working from home mostly, but I, I do want through this pandemic, I, I realized working from home um, is not the ideal. Like for certain projects, obviously, we, we do rent out a space um, to work. It's not always convenient to work out from home. But I would like to have a dedicated space that's shared with other creatives that could collaborate together on larger projects and have our own little things under a a house almost of creatives. So Mm. that's what I'm trying to develop this company into.
0: In the future, working with other photographers or filmmakers or,
1: Uh, so yeah, photographers, filmmakers, designers, uh, graphic designers, illustrators, so. Uh, develop web developers, okay, stylists, and have those people in house and be available to work on projects, but also let them be their own freelance artists too to have that space to work in. So,
0: yeah, giving them uh, an opportunity. And, a what, what would you say, a platform or a, what what is it? What is it? Just uh, somewhere it, to
1: would be the, the, the space,
0: yeah. So, the, the space, having right. a Oh, near studio, you mean? Okay. Yeah.
1: So in that space, they could create, be there, uh, right. exchange some some ideas, have that hub of ideas develop, and have those people grow within that space. They can grow out of it. Right. People come in. Um, yeah. And then maybe translate that into a platform or a um, a platform. Yeah, where people could. Find work or develop work, develop ideas. This is still ideas that I am working on currently, so it's yeah not not entirely developed yet. But I, I do envision that for the next three three to five
0: years. So, oh, I think that's great. I think that's yeah. That sounds uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about uh, before we end with our game. Uh, how do you uh, deal with? Uh, your anxiety uh because creative people have anxiety and uh yeah talk about how your brain works and how you, you just uh, when you encounter creative blocks and just yeah creative anxiety how do you solve that nothing stays buried forever especially not the past
2: yesterday is not yet gone a mystery novel by Gabriel Vega, host of the very creative podcast available now paperback and digital Gabrielvega.com. buy it now.
1: All right. So that's, that's an interesting question and I do have a good answer for you. So yeah, um, to, my brain works probably similar to, to a lot of brains around here, creatives and not yeah. creative people. I do have a slight tendency to be ADHD and to be mm. um, hyperactive, but I, I do, I have learned through the time to pace myself and to recognize those moments where I am more agitated, I'm unable to concentrate, and to um, bring my back, bring myself back into that flow state of creativity. Mm. So the, the tools I've developed to uh, help me start with very basic things such as sleeping well eating well doing proper exercise and feeding my brain with content that actually motivates me
0: yeah um what kind after, of content are you are we talking about yeah
1: so uh reading books um yeah. watching videos on youtube or on tv that bring in positive ideas and right. are motivating um there's a new new technology or something that's that's different that's not necessarily related to photography or that also can be related directly to creating content but i I try to at least in those moments not steer myself away from those creative videos and not go into like something that's not nurturing for for my mind for example watching news i know (laughs) i have this tendency to to like watching news in the morning but I, i felt that that has an effect on the rest of my day. If I watch the news yeah. and you get negative Especially in right the morning yeah. and it's always the same run of stuff it's like, Oh, yeah. go get this, go get that. Um, at first I was like stuck onto it and then I'm like, okay, no, you, you have to put something different in your brain in the morning. Otherwise it's going to have a, an impact on your your whole day. Yeah. Um, and my other, other thing I've been dabbling a lot with is meditation. Mm. So the, the, the action of doing nothing of really Emptying yeah. my mind, f- focusing on having nothing going on wow. in my mind has been actually almost life-saving.
0: Yeah. How, how do you do that? <laughs> I, yeah, I need answers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have this uh, this app from, uh, uh, I don't remember, Sam something. It's called Waking Up. Yeah. So it's guided meditations for like 10 minutes. and Yeah. It, teaches you the process of exercising, uh, of emptying your mind and breathing. And it really, after that is translating those moments into like micro moments of meditation where like, Mm. before I respond to somebody rather than responding, uh, really fast and irrationally, I would take a moment, breathe in, breathe out, be like a few seconds and then responding Mm. and not having to have that response come out right away. Yeah. Really made a difference in how I interacted with myself yeah. how I interacted with my work how I interacted with people and my my creative also I think has evolved with that mm.
0: you find it
2: helped yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely.
1: I, I think it's it's a combination of many things obviously not easy to for yeah. me to to maintain these things every day it's I, I won't lie it's not a daily practice it's not something I, I'm yet at the point where I'm able to do it necessarily every day but I try to do it like on a weekly consistent basis of going back to it every time I I see myself drifting
0: yeah do you find that uh age and experience we're not that old but do you find that as you get older uh and got get more experienced too do you find like your mind is uh like how I don't I don't I don't stress as much uh, as I would stress uh, before do you find that something
1: um 100 yeah <laughs> sure, yeah i, <laughs> me I feel too. Like when i when i was younger at least in the teen years uh, i felt how every decision i made would have like an impact for a very long time and everything that happened to me would be the end of the world right and uh, i was very agitated very uh reactive to things and i yeah. realized that that was not nurturing it was not helpful for me or my relationships with people or my development yeah and uh having anxiety attacks of like oh shit what this what happened this is going to be it's gonna be not not the end of the world but this is gonna be the the end of of my reputation it's gonna be everybody's gonna hate me now
0: yeah that's what you think right (laughs) it's like not that it's not gonna kill you
1: (laughs) yeah then uh, realizing with time that it yeah. actually isn't that bad. And I realized that actually yeah. think time is often what helps a lot of these things. It's,
0: yeah. It's failures too. Like yeah. you have to go through failures a little bit to, to just yeah, learn from them sure. and just see it's not the end of the world. You're not going to die.
1: Yeah. It's these reality checks that, Yeah. especially failures, are think, one yeah. of the, the best learning experiences for
0: me. Yeah. How uh, do you personally? find, yeah, go.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Through failure, I think I, I, I find. I'm able to to grow. I I think when I'm trying to be too perfect and have something nailed down, I slow myself down and the the output of it. Yeah. So at one point, some things just have to to come out. And if it's not good, it's not good. I Mm. learn from it. If it's great, great. I'm really happy. And if it's in between, well, I, I look at it. I see what I can improve and what went well and adapt. And that that's really what helps me to to grow. Like. I think when I I was younger, I I didn't think our mind could grow. I thought our mind was stuck. And what we knew at 14 is what I would know at 24. And I was looking at adults. I'm like, yeah, they they seem to have it just as figured out as me. And I grow a year after. (laughs) Oh shit. I don't have anything figured out. No. And I, I, the older I, yeah, I'm like, Oh, okay. This, this is just being an adult. is just kind of like being a kid, but with responsibilities. So yeah, (laughs) it's yeah. And, I think what reassures me is I, I know that I am going to grow and I'm going to learn new things and they're going to help me in life. And where yeah. I'm at right now is not my, my top level yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or maybe it is. And I'm, I'm just going to go down here. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shouldn't be I'm your goal. Not, no, yeah.
1: exactly. Try and not be cynical for. Yeah.
0: Like that, for Cause you're, my other question was, uh, it just popped up into my head but uh, like because social media gives me anxiety sometimes because I I now I just post for work and I don't really care about social media as much as I cared when I was a teenager or like in, in the beginning of my 20s but it's uh, social media can give you a lot of anxiety if you if you like uh, post the wrong thing. Am I going to post the wrong thing? Am I going to make a mistake? Am mm-hmm. I? How, how has it been for you, to, anxiety-wise and creatively?
1: I, sorry, please. Okay. Um, I feel that at first I had a very. I felt a lot of anxiety. I can understand what you're saying through how social media has made you felt that way. Like I felt that often with, especially Instagram where people are cherry picking the best images, best moments. And, um, if you follow someone long enough, you can say, this person has no issues. They're always happy, always dandy. And, but it, it, you realize that's not real life. That's yeah. That's just a a tiny intersection of their life that they're choosing to share to us and Um, I realized that's kind of the same thing. And if I have something to share, I'll, I'll share it. And if I don't have necessarily anything to share, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm not doing anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Like
1: At one point, like, oh, it's I'm weird. Not, <laughs>
0: I'm not people yeah. will think that. <laughs> it's like, we think that people yeah, will exactly. think
1: about. that. That insecurity of, like, oh, if I'm not posting every day, people will think I, I've stopped doing that. It's like, well, mm. no, I'm no. Just working on different things and I'm working maybe even more in the background, that it's actually giving me time to be free and not have to post all the time. But at the same time, I do believe sharing that content does make us improve in our creative endeavors. It makes us kind of a bit of accountable to to others and to ourselves, so it does help too.
0: I mean, uh, it must be weird to, uh, I don't want to give you anxiety right now, but uh, it must be weird to be a photographer on Instagram and just seeing other photographers doing it. Like you must compare yourself or do you, do you do that? Or, and does um, that give you anxiety sometimes?
1: So the, the comparing aspect of it at first, I think it was more negative of like, look, the, this person's so much better than me. Yeah. I won't ever be amount to that, but, uh, after working, I'm like, hey, after understanding the photography, understanding what the people are doing, yeah. getting more knowledge. I'm like, okay, well this it's possible to do. I just don't have the resources to necessarily do that. And it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I'm not living their life. It's not yeah my life. I'm doing my own thing. Right. I have my own, uh, deadlines, my own timeline and my own accomplishments I want to accomplish. And it doesn't matter what they're accomplishing yeah. necessarily. Like it, it, pulls my focus away from what I'm trying to do. If I concentrate too much on what others are doing. Um, I think it's wonderful to look at other people's work and to be inspired Mm. by it.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that that's more important than to feel that seeing other photographers is not something that's going to push me down anymore. Mm. Um, like at first I felt in Montreal, like I was very happy when I arrived, I saw all these photographers. I was like, Oh, I'm learning a lot. I'm seeing all these people and it's like, oh, I can make it out here. And then at one point I'm like, oh my God, there's a lot of really talented people, a lot of really talented people in Montreal. I'm never mm. going to be able to break, break out of it. And then at one point I'm like, well, there is a lot of talented people, but there is also a lot of people looking for talented people. So the, it balances mm. out or we have a larger pie available for everyone. Like there's yeah. not a, not a limited game of people needing portraits or needing content it's yeah. something that's growing so there as many photographers as there are there's going to be even more people looking mm. for photographers and looking for artists and looking for creatives to, to make content for them and to help them in their in their strategy and their artistic building and what they're doing like it's, it's about being present and about being available to those people rather than focusing on what we're not doing like
2: yeah, um,
1: yeah getting out there and actually doing the work to be available to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Uh, I also think that, uh, we all as creators, we, we have to understand that it's also our voice and like, it's us, like it's, it's you when you're, you're creating your art. Uh, uh, what can differentiate you from other people is what you say about it, uh, how you think about something and like, it's going to be you if you're if you understand that uh the way to make the the best art is through yourself and understanding yourself then i don't know what to tell you it's just uh it's just uh going to be better for you it's just mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: yeah so it's important to follow our, our emotions and our intuitions in this artistic world i think it's unfortunate that people we mentioned it that don't want to be creative or say they can't be creative yeah it stop it like nothing is stopping you from being creative like mm. well saying that with a grain of salt i do understand people have different situations and
0: yeah different uh, responsibilities the, yeah yes yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah it's uh it's about yeah if you have the time then, then why not try it and and just put the hours in and see see you're you're gonna find something I'm, I'm telling you um and uh, okay so let's uh this has been really good by the way this, this has been fantastic so I'm uh, really you glad
1: for- we we've done
0: yeah. this <laughs> yeah me too um so feel good game uh, what's your um feel good movie
1: hmm. feel good I'd say anything from uh, adam Sandler I think we with- <laughs> right it's just very easy to follow except this last movie the uncut gems yeah was not as much as a feel-good movie is very anxiety driven <laughs> and i never heard that yeah <laughs> i came out of it i was like oh, i don't i don't feel as good as when i was younger and watching these movies and like it's just easy to watch this one was was more of an art piece it's very different from what you used to do so it's nice to see okay evolution mm,
0: yeah adams what's your favorite adam sandler movie then
1: um i'm gonna go with uh i'm hesitating between like oh what's it called the the happy happy gilmore like his, right. his first or second one yeah
0: just
1: excellent but i i watched it again recently I'm like oh my god so much violence and people being <laughs> <staying laughs> brutally murdered uh, yeah, like, well, yeah. Uh, I didn't remember those scenes from when I was younger.
0: Yeah, um, it's yeah. crazy the perspective, right? When you watch those movies now <laughs> at
1: our age. Yeah, it's, we have this. I think more more maturity. We're able to understand that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Happy Gilmore. Okay, is your pick? Yeah, uh it. Yeah, uh, feel good TV show.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna go with the office okay yeah, yeah. i think yeah. that i can just put that on anytime, any episode at any point and um, i know i'm gonna have a good laugh and it's gonna yeah make me happy
2: that's
0: good um feel good song that changes often um yeah you can <laughs> say right now right now hmm
1: I'm gonna go with song of really depends on, on the mood because sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really thinking into these questions. I, I didn't
0: yeah, it's fine. I don't think they're supposed to. I be love that. No, I love
1: that. Yeah. Um, it all varies. Like some mornings I enjoy some classical music and I'll just turn on the radio on a classical right. thing while I'm driving the work and Makes me makes me feel good. Um, but I think this this song has been in my head for a while is uh Dancing in my room. I found it on TikTok.
0: Okay. (laughs) Is it a TikTok (laughs)
1: song? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a TikTok song. So it it's at the point where I'm I'm feel good when I hear it, and I'm now maybe just annoyed.
0: (laughs) 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 Right. That's it. Okay. Um do you have a feel good picture since you're a photographer? Hmm, that's It's a good question.
1: Um I'd say anything that's in black and white will make me feel wow. really good. I, I'd like have this obsession with maybe the 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 removal of color just makes it less yeah. uh, black and white awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I I can really f- I feel something out of those pictures like
0: Yeah. Um have you ever wanted to make a movie in black and white? I've always wanted to do that.
1: Hmm. I've, I, I, I don't, I didn't think about it consciously. Now? I'm sure I would probably envision something in black and white, and you're happy with it. But yeah, I, no, I have not uh, gotten to that point. Though I've thought about a lot of pictures in black and white. So.
2: Yeah,
0: do you have a specific picture in black and white that you really like that you can take of or that's not yours?
1: Um, there's one I've,
0: I, well, it's not necessarily a feel-good picture, but any, uh, if anything, y'all yeah, send it to me later and I can share it.
1: It's <sighs> again, it's a picture in black and white. Um, it's uh, I saw it on Magnum Photos, right? This magazine that shares old pictures and was uh, influenced from one of the very first pictures of a man jumping over a puddle with an umbrella. Mm. Like, this one is in front of like the Eiffel Tower, and there's like a couple beside kissing. Right, a man jumping over a puddle, and I saw it a few days ago on Instagram. Also really, awesome. yeah, had to share. It really made yeah, me feel. Send
0: it to me. I'll I'll put it up on the screen. Yeah, awesome. Well, cool. thank you so much for for coming on. This has been awesome, and yeah, so so good to see you again and talk to you. Yes, It's really yeah. really great, Gabe. Thank you for, for this
1: podcast experience. Um, in the future, I'll be happy to come back on if
0: you do. Have yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: another. Yeah or we can also just speak off air and have yeah, like, yeah. A discussion. We, we both live in Montreal, so
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Uh,
0: uh, well, thank you so much for, for coming on the Very Creative Podcast. And uh, yeah.
1: My yeah. pleasure. See you soon. Thank you. See
2: you soon, man. Bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to The Very Creative Podcast with Gabriel Vega. To find out more, go to GabrielVega.com slash podcast or find us on social media at The Very Creative Podcast. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube. Just search for The Very Creative Podcast and subscribe.